microphone, and then I just got super confused about what was happening. Yeah. What's she singing right now? Of course, Frank doesn't know LL Cool J. Doing it. That's a risque song for uh, Oh My Garage to be listening to. Uh, I don't know. How about Milky Cereal? <laughs> you got that one? The dog is so Milky confused. Cereal. Milky Cereal. It makes me super happy. Milky. Cereal. Scott, you've lost all of us. We've all gone to the dark side. I don't know what's I mean, happening I, I right was now. So, Let me tell I was you so something. animated earlier. I, I was like so just everywhere. And now I just all my focus and... Other day, there was all kinds of rain. You got to focus right? Eddie Bay, a little stinging rain. <laughs> the rain is going sideways. <laughs> Like Frank's over Rain here was dropping down the ground. Talking about it some was, shrimp gumbo. It was, and it was punch me back in the face. And <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. Scrunchberry pies. Ice cream, Lieutenant Dan. It's They called that a million dollar wound. i never seen a penny of that money. <laughs> I got to meet the president. Has Frank started drinking? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's been hitting the gator juice a little hard. Hello, uh, doggy. Look at, look at you. Your tongue is bigger than your eyeballs. That's pretty incredible. Jolly. I just thought I saw. Jolly. I thought I saw myself Jolly. a spider on the roof. Is that gonna go? <laughs> I guess when I saw a spider on the roof, well, there is no spider up there. Scott, reel this in. I can't. Spider Island. I tried. Ready you go. Are, hey, listen. I know Spider Island. Listen up, boys. Uh oh, she's yelling at us now. Stop it, Scott. We're starting episode number. Episode number one seventy eight. Yes, on the sir. Adjust the mic podcast. That's where Mama, we're at. Mama said, "Don't yell at me." We oh have. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, you're wet. Garage. Colleen with it. <laughs> Garage. <laughs> we have Thad. Uh-huh. We have Frank. Uh-huh. And we have Scott. Hello, uh-huh. guys. We're all here. Hello. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. But this is how this is gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy football week one. Out the window. Four. Yay! I'm winning. I'm first place. Next topic. Hey, no, 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 no. <laughs> you are in first place. Who are the sweat pigs? Oh, this. <laughs> I beat some sweat pigs up today. Are They're, you talking about Nick's team, the sweat hogs? What are this? It's something about a sweat pig. There's sweat involved. That's Nick. Why is that. does He's a pig a actually? I, I thought a pig didn't actually sweat. That they actually they like a dog had yeah, pigs. Eye. Yeah, had stuff oh. that came out of their nose Maybe. or their mouth. I didn't think they actually sweated. You're sweated, the you're the animal sweated, guy, don't you know this? Sweated, sweated, sweating, sweat, oh. sweats, you know. the Everglades sweat pigs. What's no? What's the what's the term I'm looking for? That doesn't it doesn't sweet sweat sweating sweets sweated 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 is that a word? Gone sweated? to the bad side, Frank. I don't know if sweated is a word, but I didn't think a pig could sweat. <laughs> we're gonna dive into that a little later. Right now, we're gonna cut to. Yeah, I swear he is just like Garth from Wayne's World every time. Wayne's World, part time. I'd like hey. to get by now. <laughs> hey, I, that was the first person I beat. I think last week half my players were out, and I didn't notice it because I was just hey, I was Mr. too busy. Head man, who's trying to kill you? I was too busy. I don't know, but he better not. He found it. For real, huh? You know, it's sucking my will to live. You know, I stabbed a man in the cool of night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, must Get it must have been fall, must have been fall time or winter time when you stabbed him. Yep, yeah. it was. I respect that. Really fancy. <laughs> this is hilarious. Okay. Plus, or, plus or minus a week of October. The so 31st. give everybody just a little whereabout on what the start. Are we even talking about on the start, of, right on the start now? of this, this show? Is no, you do know that, right? What? The, f- the plus or minus a week of Halloween is always our first cold front. 
Is so it really? You're going to stab a guy at night and it's cold outside. <laughs> it's probably, usually, yeah. probably chances are it's someone it would be. True. You're probably right. Yeah. Between the 9th and the 11th, it's supposed to get cold. So, okay. Stab so night. That is stab night. <laughs> yep. I'll make a rush. Hashtag it. Let's make a group out of it and invite everybody. Uh, maybe maybe we'll get a stab night crew to the EcoFest there, there with you, Frank. I think. Respect. Who uh, in our league has McCaffrey? Um, I think, do I have McCaffrey? I think you might. I've seen that, Frank. Um, Frank is about to stab you. Frank He's has, got, I look over and Frank is holding up two knives to me. Well, uh, guys. It was, it was a stab night joke. This is uh, getting aggressive. I like it. I don't know what has happened. Calling Some Britney yourself. Spears it's kind of vibe over here. If you need to put up like a gun turret or something to defend yourself on the side, you know, I in mean, the middle, in the middle island over here. <laughs> I did not know that this was going to be an issue. <laughs> There's no issues. Frank is all like, last I saw him, oh my garage. And now he's over here with ninja stars and nunchucks. I'm coming out of the bathroom and he's swinging nunchucks over here. There were nunchucks like in the house. Ninja turtle. They're padded nunchucks. And now he's got. Hey, they are. Eyes. They are Michelangelo colors, though. They were. They are Michelangelo <laughs> color. That's true. I respect oh. that. I like nunchucks. None chucks. No, is it not? How do you? Is it numb or none? None. <laughs> I hope your chucks aren't numb. There's been enough. None. How, how do you say that? Good God. Chat GPT help us out here. Okay. All right. So do you have McCaffrey? Okay. So I have Christian McCaffrey, and that's probably why I'm in he first. He scored place. what? Four touchdowns? Yeah. It was pretty Couldn't awesome. even give one to Kittle. Couldn't even let Kittle have one fucking touchdown. 1.9 points. Um, Thanks, Kittle. That's what he gets for how did, how did you do this last week, Colleen? I won. Only because Laura's team sucked. What's, I felt what, so bad. What's your team name again? The Golden Grolls. Okay, so you're two and two in your fifth place. That's right. Okay. Look where Frank is. You're doing all right. We're yeah. Well, I didn't even have a bottom. team last week. Scroll down. Scroll is down he, to the very bottom. Uh, there is I didn't even have a team last week. The Largots no. show? The Laura Got show, maybe? Who the fuck is this? That's Travis's girlfriend. Laura. Oh, she has a show. Okay. No, she's she just like you know, like like big show. She's, she's got Laura good got players show. on her team. Looks she like does. a lot of injuries. Look at her bench. Her bench had like Higgins has been messed she up. She benched uh, Detroit's running back, and he got like forty fucking points. David Montgomery, man, he's yeah. good. He's really good. Uh, so I'm in first place. I won the championship. Remember when Travis was making fun of me in the group for my A plus review? That's right. For the draft, mm-hmm. well, Travis is coming true, sir. Yeah. So thank you very much. I will take my trophy home. I'm pretty sure Travis um, is towards the bottom of this group too. I'm only, so is my husband. What is it four weeks in? I know, and we're all <laughs> like two and two. Nothing like that it's matters. only like yeah. the points, like the actual points. That's yeah, the like I'm four and zero oh in one league, but half my team is injured. I lost Chubb, Cage, uh, the Dobbins, Jake. Was it J.K. Dobbins uh, from Baltimore? I've, I've lost a lot of people, but I'm still doing all right. Hanging yeah. in there. Well, at least this is better than watching Giants football. That's for freaking sure. Uh, I can't remember who it was that was talking about fantasy football. I think it was on the show that I'm not really sure. Um, saying they're just playing just to, or like, to appease me. That'll be my husband. Just, just to play, like they just want to be done with it though, because it's kind of getting old. Like how long we've we been playing fantasy football for? I, oh, it was Brent. I think that was no. Tell, it is Brent. It, it, it was, was Brent that was saying yes. this when he was on. Yes, I made right. him do that's it this right. year because every time it's like it's fun when we do it because we have it's something for us to talk to about and it's like definitely it keeps me more involved in football because otherwise I probably wouldn't watch it at all. 
like I did, like it happens with base, baseball. As soon as the Red Sox are out of it, I just stop watching. It definitely livens up our office. Yeah. Because like today, like I made a trade today, and then it turned into like a bunch of trades started getting talked yeah. about and happening. And it, we're kind of, it's kind of a, it is a fun interactive kind of thing. It keeps you more involved with other teams too, because teams I never would pay attention to, then now like, you know. I feel like the older I get, the less I value having all these leagues and nobody likes my trade offers and- <laughs> well that's why i like our league our league is just like a fun normal league it's not like crazy frank that's so i offer funny. trades to everybody for everything and nobody ever you likes do. them i know frank's the- always are too good to be true though i'm like okay wait frank's giving up the number one quarterback the number one running back for this dude and then the next week that dude goes off and it's like Who's really running Frank's fantasy account? There's a method the, the to my first, madness. The, the first trade that we tried to make, uh, we got vetoed because I think it was the first trade Charlie made. Yeah. He vetoed all of us yeah. to kind of to mess with That's it. So then does. every trade just got vetoed from there on out the rest of the season. Yeah. Ridiculousness. And then uh, that's the year that I won it all, actually. Yep, you should have taken, taken Herbert. And so now I'm winning it all this year. I got Herbert this year. I'm sorry. Yeah, you do, don't you? Why? Wait. I got the I got the I got the one yeah. player on that entire team I got, that matters. I got Tua in this in this league. I got the one player on the entire Chargers team that matters. Um, Williams. Uh, isn't he injured? No. <laughs> did he get injured last week? <laughs> no. I thought he did. No, everybody else did. Well, but Keenan he's, he's Allen's okay. the the one that to have. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he had now like that forty Williams points for me last week. Yeah, that the Williams getting hurt thing was rough. See, I told you. Yep. You told you told me. Didn't we just say he got hurt? <laughs> No, 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 no. That's another the other Williams. You're talking about, I'm talking about uh, the, the running back. Yeah, Mike Williams got hurt. There's two oh, Williams. the Eckler. Yeah, yeah the Eckler. Eckler. After the Eckler get rid of situation, yes. Yeah, true that. Yeah, good times. Um, Sorry, I forgot there were two Williams on that team until I just literally said it out loud. I've had, yeah. I've that was weird. Been on all those guys on my teams year in and year out, and they fail me every year. You're in. I think that's what it is, is I think I just like, <laughs> yeah, you're in. Urine. <laughs> I was like, sure. that's what I heard in my head. I'm like, why is he talking about urine? Okay, sorry. <sighs> Conversation went strange. I apologize. Let's talk about urine. <laughs> I'm like, that was the weirdest transition ever from fantasy football to urine, but okay. I got nothing. <laughs> I, I don't either. I'm, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. It's hilarious. Um, All I know is that next week my quarterback is on a bye, and my backup quarterback is Daniel Jones, who I will not be fucking playing. Well, and I was gonna—that's what I God. really wanted to bring this up about—is really just to kind of so we can flex over to the Giants. Oh my! And God. talk about how wonderful the Giants are playing and what's going on with them. Wasted money, I suppose. Like uh, I don't know, Saquon's hurt. Saquon's hurt. They're saying it could be another <laughs> week or two. I guess right? now they're calling Danny Dimes, Danny Pennies. <laughs> Oh my like, god! I didn't like know he that was, was like every he was the it thing in the offseason. He got the contract. For he's got real. the money. So now what do you and do I'm with a quarterback? You. What do you do with a quarterback? Do you have to pay all this money to, and then you might you be the worst team? You gotta make it work. You might be the worst team to be able to get that other best quarterback, that new kid coming up. Dude, I don't know. And everybody thinks that kid's the next thing. Daniel Jones, I feel like is still a good quarterback. I just don't know what the fuck's going on. He is a good quarterback. Okay, um, Mitchell Trubis- Mitch Trubisky from the Bears. Remember him? Yep. Yes. Remember how every year he'd have two or three good games, and then everybody would be hopeful, and then the next season oh, would start. Oh, are you trying to compare the two? Well, Trubisky's That's a good quarterback too. Trubisky's a good quarterback yeah. too. He just went through. Every year he had a new offensive coordinator. He never had any weapons. Oh, sure. So that's the one thing Jones can't say. Jones has had weapons around him. He's had a terrible offensive line, but he's had weapons. It's a good conversation, too, because... uh, That's the Baker Mayfield conversation right there. The NFL, I mean, we could 
talk about probably 30 or 40 quarterbacks that that's ruined, you know, because yeah. uh, what we what do what do owners do? They don't replace the players as fast as they replace the coaches. Uh, coaches, they're they're you know you can have an offensive co- coordinator every single year replace multiple years just due to hiring jobs and positions and you know oh man this offense was kind of good this year so let's hire all their coaches and find out how they did it and that's what the NFL is it's a carousel of coaching jobs just being pounced around because there's not another league of that quality where they can make that kind of money right as so someone it's just a carousel yeah I I totally agree with you and as someone who coaches football yeah. I think how many D one kids you got on that team? I got a couple kids that they're they're no joke. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, there's this uh, conception, right, where you get GMs that go out and hire these these flashy offensive coordinators when they're not considering the talents on the team. You got to you have to build the co- the coordinator. A good coordinator is going to come into a team and not have a preconceived notion of a. Uh, an offense he wants to run, he's going to build it to the players that are there, mm-hmm. and that's where you go wrong. If you have you come in, you're going to hey, we're going to run a a wide zone scheme. Well, if you don't have the players for that, then why bring that guy in the first place? Yeah, you bring in a guy that has enough uh, thought and process to be able to build whatever offense you want to do. If you want to run the ball more, pass the ball more, balanced offense, spread offense, whatever it is, to the players you have, and that doesn't that's not a thing that happens anymore. No, it isn't. Yeah, it's Even very very if, sad. Like, I can't. I'm not a basketball football mind when it comes to offenses and defenses and how the schemes work and everything. But I can translate it into basketball terms. And it's um, like for the Orlando Magic, Stan Van Gundy was a coach that came into Orlando, and when he came into Orlando, he didn't try to change the players. He had like a he kind of got the best out of each player and what they did well, and that was keeping Dwight Howard down low and keeping everybody else on the outside. You know, and, and shooting threes, and it was just a very good system, and it played to their advantage. You know what I mean? Some coaches know yeah. how to do that to play to their players' advantages. Some, the best coaches, or that's how what they those do. Those are the best coaches. That's the best uh, coaches. It's taking what you have and getting the most out of them. That's what. So many coaches my come in, thing. and when they fail, they blame. I don't have the right players for my system. I mean, when you watch that series, Winning Time on HBO. It gives you that perspective of uh, when they hired Pat Riley before they moved on from Paul Westball. And it was just the coaching styles. Uh, the players didn't really change within that, you know, within that changeover. But it needed to happen because one guy was trying to play to a system. One guy's playing to their strengths of their players. Yep, a good and coach when you play is to the gonna... strengths of your players. Then yep. you make you motivate your players because then they're playing in a way that makes it's fun for them, and that they already know how to do. So it's easier for them to to just play the game and rethink. Exactly what you're seeing in Tampa right now. You went from an offensive coordinator in Byron Leftwich, who was stuck to an idea of the way he wanted things to work mm-hmm. with the best quarterback to ever play the game. Yep. And you're going now to Baker Mayfield, who's a guy who's been to six teams in four years. Yeah. And with a new coordinator that's built a system to the players he has, and they're lighting it up. Yeah. So it's uh, playing more free and fun. You imagine Tom Brady in that system? It'd have been awesome. And everybody thought that really the Bucks were going to be like bottom of the barrel this year. Oh, for yeah. sure. You it's know, all the and, same players, and, and other being, than Tom Brady. It's all the same players. And they're being competitive because they were they were built as a good team around Tom Brady. They were built to be as good as possible for we for have, him. And, and speaking of that team, because I'm a Buccaneers fan, we have seventy five million dollars in dead cap space. So next year we go into uh, go into the off season having the fourth highest amount of cap space sure. with a team that's already there and already together. So that's going to be some scary, awesome Baker stuff. Baker Mayfield still sucks, though. 
I don't think so. I think he's he does. He's doing. He does. He's making smart decisions. When you watch him play the game, he's not good at the quarterback position. He's doing good, man. Look he's, at it. He's get some throws out there. You got Mike Evans to throw to for crying true. out loud. Yep. You know, so you better be able to. Yep. With Evans I and Godwin there. Look what, he, look what he did with. Uh, look what Mike Evans made little uh, Johnny uh, Manziel look like. It's true. Mike you know? Evans is I a mean, generational talent. <laughs> he made he, that he guy really a lot is. of money. Yep. Evans uh, is a generational talent, and Godwin over there on the other side. It's a talented yeah. team. Yeah. You could pretty much plug and win. play about anybody, but he. Again, they built that system, made it easy to understand and work into the player, and, and which in is reality, important. I mean, there are average quarterbacks that can take a team and win a championship with yep. them if you are a good game manager and you don't turn the ball over. Good defense. That, that's what scares me about Baker Mayfield is he turns the ball over. He is a good he talent. So he, has far a, this year. he has a good arm. Yep. As long as he doesn't do the bad tendencies, you know, and make the bad decisions. That was Jameis Winston you're confusing him with. Well, he's another terrible player. <laughs> uh, and look at look at Carr. He's doing the same bad st- stuff that he does everywhere he goes right yeah, now. Yeah, man. That's I mean, a you, I mean, crazy one. I don't know, man. It's very rare that a quarterback comes into the league and changes. I do with, love with seeing the Saints, fail. You pretty much are good on whatever team you're on or bad on whatever team you're on. The Anytime the Saints fail, it makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. You guys are a huge rivalry. Yeah, like that's Tampa. our biggest like, rival. On the internet, you guys are like, I that's think y'all had like rival. multiple fist fights. Well, if I'm not mistaken, you know, f- that's their biggest, our biggest in division, in division rival. The biggest rivalry, rivalry we have is actually the Eagles. Why is that? Ooh. They just a lot of years they put us out of the playoffs, and then we opened up, so we closed down their old stadium with a with beating them, and we opened up their new stadium the next mm. year with beating them. So yeah, we've we've had some. McNabb years and all those stuff and Rondé Barber running about touchdown back the to get us in the Super Bowl. That was a good team. It was a, there were some oh yeah fun memories there with the Eagles. Well, you know, I mean, Rondé and Tiki, the the previous Kelseys, you know, it's kind of nice <laughs> seeing Miami. I mean, even though they got their buzz with this weekend, but they they got a good competitive team. Finally, that's a talented team too. Yeah, like they are talented. Uh, if they can stay healthy, they can get some guys back that are already injured. They have a chance to make a splash. I wouldn't. I'd say they're a top ten team in the league. I think everybody's talking about them right now because it's like that seventy point game. But there was a statistic that they had that uh, after a team scores more than sixty points, you know, in, in a game, the very next week in the history, it's like one in five. Wow. So like teams, they get all this high from playing so well that they just celebrate it all week and they're all confident. They don't go into that game, the next game with the same determination. And well, y'all better fi- fix and, that. And, and the Bills are no team to play with, no. especially in Buffalo. Um, no, because Tyreek Hill needs to be more than 10 points. They came motivated. <laughs> you know, they came motivated. So it, uh, it's going to be interesting. It's nice seeing the Patriots suck. Yeah. It really is nice, and who, not just not talking. Yeah, are there any undefeated teams? So it's the Eagles, and who else is undefeated still? I don't know. Other than the Eagles, I don't know who it is. In my in my office fantasy league, it's just me. I'm the only undefeated person. <laughs> 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 oh, Let's Lord. get an ego fest, man. Um, yeah, buddy, it's coming up in what uh, January nineteenth. January nineteenth, yes, can be a all day event uh, there in Coco Village, and. <laughs> This dog cracks me up. Did you say ego fest? No, eco Did fest. I? Eco. I can't pronounce oh, anything tonight, can I? Sorry, we didn't know if you were talking to me or to Scott. Uh, yeah, it's uh, January 19th, Cocoa Village, Riverfront Park, and Civic Center. We'll be inside doing presentations from 9 till 4. 
Uh, we got Dwayne DeFries, uh, Indian River Lagoon Council, uh, Sea Turtle Preservation Society. Uh, there's a, interestingly enough, there's a group here locally that studies manta rays. Ooh. We got them coming and chant, uh, chatting with us. Awesome. I, I almost said chanting with us, but you know, they, I mean, maybe maybe a little bit of that too. Um, we got a uh, Brevard Zoo is going to be coming in. Florida Wildlife Hospital. It, it's going to be a, a great time inside. Uh, Infinite Mushroom is bringing games and stuff for the kids. We'll have face painting inside. It'll be a great time inside from nine to four. Are they gonna have mushroom spores and stuff. <laughs> It'll be an gr- infinite amount of mushrooms. Rick will be there. Um, so I love Rick, he's the best. He's Rick a great, is the best. best. Comics from him. He's a great dude. So yeah, we'll have them. Uh, every, all that going on inside, and then we'll take an hour break from four to five. Get everything set up outside. And we'll have live music and vendors and great stuff outside all evening. Cool. Yeah. So it's going to be cool. That'll be adult time outside, and we'll Heck have yeah. uh, we'll have have all the kids and all the fun time inside. I, I can't wait to get more and more into that as it goes. We'll keep talking about it. We want to uh, we want to have Rick on the show too. Go record over there. Talk to him. Uh, we had him I, I on spent ours. a lot of time with Rick. I remember yeah. it was like right after my episode or before. I think the episode I yeah did it was with right you. right before. Yep. And. Uh, He's uh he's an awesome he's from this neighborhood of Tanglewood here. His family, his mother is in this uh neighborhood. Yeah, I speaking of Tanglewood, mm-hmm. or uh what's what's this is this neighborhood is Yeah, sh- like Sherwood, Lantern Sherwood, Park. There yeah. yeah, Lantern Park, there we go. So was it two Sundays ago after church? I nearly called you. I told you about this. Yeah. Had a diamondback call right down the street from your house. I mean it was wow. Dang. probably the biggest diamondback I've ever seen. It was what? awesome, man. There, it was awesome. Wh- where was it? Ex- was it on Carpenter? Uh, no, right at the very end of your neighborhood. It backs okay. up to a like a, a wild area back yep, there. Yep, I know exactly where you're talking about. Okay. Yep. It, this thing, I kid you not, was so big that there was a piece of privacy fence missing between the two yards, and the snake tried to go between two yards and got stuck in the open slot between the privacy fences. Holy <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it and going, this is... Uh, wow. yeah. And you got it? Yeah. How? Just barely. Like, what do you do to get a snake like that? Like, uh, to not you, get you, bit? You whisper to him. Okay. He's yeah, a do, snake do you whisper. You enchanted it? Did he Frank enchant it? Yeah, what do you do? Lord. No, you just, uh, you, you have these things called tools. So you have a snake hook. He's like a and whistle. And a snake tong. Like a snake whistle. And you pick them up with both of those things and put them into a... Uh, like a bag? Yeah, it's got to be in a it's gotta be in a bag and in a lock box. Remember how Voldemort did it? <laughs> it's like that. Yikes. But yeah, I've been working on the EcoFest up today, actually. So it's, uh, man, it's uh, it's all coming together. Um, we're still looking for a couple more bands to fill it out. Okay. And then we're good. Um, we have some ideas uh, that we've talked about, yeah. and we will. Uh, Colleen has the yeah. the major idea. So. <laughs> and I won't bring we're that one up. We won't say that. that. We won't bring that one up okay. yet. But we have, and we have some other ideas that uh, we'll toss around here, Mister T and uh, and the team. Yeah. We're on the prowl. It's gonna be nice. It's you know last year was a very eclectic group of music, and this year will be the same. Yep. Uh, it's gonna be a little bit, little bit more low key, but it's mm-hmm. gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun afternoon, man. I'm well, super it's gonna be down to in Coco. It. It's a great place to play music too, you know. So that we're gonna have some huge, good. Yeah, man. this is gonna be a fantastic thing. You know, you know what's crazy? I don't think I've ever been to a concert there. Oh really? Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I've ever been to a concert there. Um, Frank, me neither. I don't think I have either. <laughs> and some big names have played there. I've I've been to like you know, uh, uh, what's the bar there on the corner, uh, Dog and Bone. Yeah. And I've been to concerts there. I saw a girl play at the other. There's the other bar, 
that's a, down there. That's kind of big. Uh, brewery tap house. Something I can't remember the name. Well, the, there's what on the other side, the Village Idiot and Ryan. Maybe, maybe Village Idiot Pub. Tie tie. Village there, Idiot is sponsoring some, this, so and there's bands this for that us. play there. There's a girl that uh, played there that were uh, followed me and T have talked about actually getting on this show. Um, yeah, we'll. we'll We'll look into that. Yeah, Village Idiot sponsoring this in the village. That's awesome. They're, they're, it's uh, we have, we have so many awesome sponsors. You know, we have the Village Idiot, Hello Again Books, awesome bookstore there in the village. Yep. Great, great couple ladies that run that place. Uh, Pat Fisher Nissan, Brevard Zoo, uh, mm. Vieira Pediatric Dentistry. I mean, I could go on and on and on. All these uh, Space Coast Executive Jet Center. We have so many people that are coming together to help us do this. Kelsey's up here in Titusville. It's fantastic. I mean, it's just, Kelsey's uh, is so awesome. Didn't we just... And you got Pat just, Fisher uh, as well, man. I mean, indeed. that's great, man. Yeah. Without, if, I mean, if we're being completely honest, our event last year would not have come together without without uh, without Kelsey's up here in Titusville. Oh, yeah, that was they, cool. They made the whole thing happen. They really did. And there's this this group that's called uh, Vibe Farmer, whoever they are. Yeah. Mm, um, they're they're big at always helping us out. And there's oh, this, yeah. also this one called uh, Lamp and Media. For who some are, reason, it rings a bell. Guys? I'm not sure who they are, but they're always so big in helping us. And uh, awesome, man. Again, those we are love both it. Thad and Scott's companies. For anybody <laughs> who doesn't know. <laughs> no, without you know, without so many people that come together to help this all happen. Yeah. Like, again, it it there would be there, this would not be happening. There there would be nobody else out there giving a a voice to these other nonprofits that are doing these amazing things and all this work we're doing and trying to raise money for because we man we don't have any grant funding. Yeah, I mean it's the true story. We're trying to do it. We're trying to do it. Uh, we're trying to find some, but we're doing all this grassroots right now and just trying to work it out. So Frank, did we get FPL? Uh, yes. Cool. Yes. So, sir. so there. If you think about it, though, what you're doing right now is your your boots to the ground right now, and you're handling a lot of this, Frank. You're dealing with a lot of this. Dad, you're dealing with a lot of this. Um, your team is Indeed. dealing with a lot of this, right? I have an amazing team helping me out with it. No uh, doubt about it. That's the grassroots thing that is making, like, when we were talking two years ago, Frank, we were having totally different conversations. It's true. Yep. Okay, we were having a, a get off the ground and get started conversation. Yep. You're off the ground. You're years in off the ground. You have overcome, you know, some big things, but you have grinded uh, through opportunity after opportunity, you've gotten what three seasons you're working on now with Titusville High School. Indeed, and, and and you've got other people talking about it. You've got an amazing guest that you've brought onto that. You have um, astronaut high school. I mean, you've done so much. You know, just within those couple of years, super on blessed. Top of super blessed, dealing with taking care of your health and your recovery and. And everything. So it's just absolutely amazing. And I think uh, it's a special thing for us to all help and be a part of. I appreciate that, Because we're all getting old. What else are we going to do? Are we, we're we not playing <laughs> shuffleboard. I'm not on a shuffleboard team. We're not in a skeet shooting team. Although we are eventually going to get in a little 22 team. Yeah. Shooting some 22s and a little target yeah. practice fun, little tournaments. Game on. I like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did the dog just backflip on you? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> the dog keeps biting my fingers and then backflip on Colleen. Um, and and let, dude, let's shine a light a little bit on Pat Fisher as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Pat Fisher, Nissan, up here in Titusville, home of the Million Mile Warranty. Pat's a great guy. Look, I mean, it's he's been there and helped us with uh, 
so much stuff with ears. And you know, we're trying to we're trying to highlight him, the things he's doing, uh, the work he's doing, the uh, the way he manages and runs that business is very unique. Uh, the opportunities he provides to his employees and the and the really personal touch he has with his group and everything he does with them. Uh, Pat's the kind of guy that you want to go do business with. He's somebody that's supporting our local environment. He's a huge supporter of ears and me and our entire group. And really, he does stuff for so many people from Titusville High School, uh, all these different nonprofits. Everybody goes and asks Pat for something. Yep. And Pat's always giving. Oh, yeah. That's just the guy he is. He's tops. Yeah, he, for sure. he is uh, an amazing guy. I couldn't think of someone better to be involved with uh, on on the big side of all this stuff. He's uh, a very thoughtful man, a very bright guy, and it's just a it's a great connection. I'll, I'll tell you this is uh, I have my truck service there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, their service department's fantastic. Uh, we had over in our office like three or four of our cars got broken into on a parking lot and broken windows and stuff and uh, uh, some other damage. And I went to their body shop. And within a few days, that their manager there just above and beyond took care of me. Uh, never had a bad experience um, uh, at Pat Fisher, and he's always uh, been a positive, you know, part of the community from everybody and everything that I've ever heard. And I just uh, yeah, that's not an act. That's actually him. You know, yep. uh, having people like that. I mean, that's part of what makes a community a community, right? We talk about this a lot. You know, I know. We've all talked about this a lot. It's about who you surround yourself with. And if you surround yourself with good people and you're doing business with good people and you're, you're really attached to them, everybody's making everybody else stronger. You're building everybody well, you up. You have to have a mutual value-added situation for True. it to be sustainable. Truth. And if you can add value to their situation and them you, uh, it's enriching for both sides. It continues. If it's not, it doesn't, right? Yep. So that's, it's, all, that's it's all it is. Yeah, it's business. And, and you're building upon that and you're building an infrastructure. So as you're doing this, you're networking and there's going to be people that are going to show up in front of you. They're going to be like, I could do this for you. And you know what I mean? Or I can do this for us, or I can set up this environment for you to be more successful or for ears to be more successful. And those opportunities will build upon themselves and happen when they're supposed to. Yeah, it, so, it's, uh, uh, could you help me out real quick for you? Sure. Uh, uh, Thad and I have a request. If you could just tell Mr. Fisher that, uh, Scott and Thad's uh, companies do really, really good work, <laughs> you know, and we want, uh, if he can like somehow get us something pretty awesome, like, you know, we don't want under a hundred K for our cars. Like we want ours to be better than Frank's. <laughs> So we'll get a checklist of what we would want if he was so gracious enough to get us free vehicles or anything that's awesome, you know. Okay. Like anything. And if you know Elon when you're out there and uh We have NASA, crossed paths, but I do not know the man. Uh, I want a Scott Lamp and Media wants a space truck and I will put Dude, I uh, saw one the other day out there. Everywhere on it, I will talk about it every day. Is that what those things are? Those weird square things? I want a space truck really bad. Or they're they're like a it's a it's a moon truck. Yeah, what is that? What they are? I don't know. They're bad. I you saw one. you. I I drove. I drove past one the other day when I was out there in the space center. I think the base price is like two fifty. No way. Are you yeah. serious? It's a moon truck. <laughs> yeah, they're no, it's, they're it's weird. A, it's the Tesla space truck is what it is. Okay, yeah. I drove. Yeah. I drove. I got. Space I got a picture of one. I drove past one the other day. Yep, yep. yep. I'll, I'll pull it up here. Yeah, they're a weird looking Joker. Heck yeah. They're not exactly pretty. Oh, they're beautiful. 
Okay, they're humongously <laughs> no, beautiful. People either hate them or love them. There's no I mean, middle ground. It doesn't. Oh, that is ugly. Yeah, there's nothing to it. I'm I mean, it up. that's not a truck. <clears throat> yeah, it is. It does have a bed. They have a car and a truck. They have one that has a bed and one that cyber doesn't have truck? a bed. Yeah, cyber truck. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, 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 yeah cyber so. truck. They call it space truck. <laughs> space trucking. Interesting. The cyber truck. This is where you fast forward. On yeah, there it is. Podcast. Yeah. Look at that awesome thing. Yeah, I drove. Uh, been driving past them. Dude, I want one so bad. The, it, the, they all the, have California tags on them. Spin it around. It's the whole top is like glass all the top. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. And dude, look at that thing. And it's bullet. The first time when they say, "Oh, this is bulletproof," Elon Musk threw like a little pebble at it and <laughs> shattered the window. No, it didn't. Aww. Yeah, it was a really bad presentation oh, that went no. that went total wrong. Jesus. Um, but the, the, I don't know. It's something about the, that truck. I just if I am going to get an electronic vehicle, I'd have to have wow. a lot of money and get that. Or if Elon could just know, there was an episode where I Elon was on my top 10 list of guys that i would uh solicit solicit no it was for 12 million dollars because we and you're asking for 12 million dollars well this is a a a little nugget of history for the adjust my podcast jared and stan and i Mm -hmm. uh, oh i remember this we had this long in this i'm telling you this discussion got a lot of attention (laughs) it was weird (laughs) is uh Jared and Stan say they do not have a number for how much they could get paid to, uh, to give a man. On a man. Yes, exactly. Thank you for oh, my making this better. And, and I'm like, I'm sorry, but there's a number for everything. Like, I'm, there just is. And they go, well, what's your number? I'm like, $12 million. I don't know where that number came from. I just thought that was a healthy amount of money that I, if I wanted to stop working and, and survive <laughs> off of $12 million for the rest of my life and make every future decision, I think that one act would be worth it. So I was saying, like, famous people unite, come up with the money. Whoever wants to pay me for this. It's a great plan. I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> and they thought it was total bullcrap. That's my number. So, and it trickled through half the people we know have a number, half the people play the hardball. It, there's no number that could take my self respect or and all the different stupid excuses that you would totally do it for. And they keep trying to lower my number like 11 million, 10 million, 9 million. I'm like, no, it's 12 million. Because they're trying to get me to a million, you know, or 500,000. <laughs> Like I got standards. 12, okay. 12 million. At least uh, I, it needs to be enough to where I can retire. All right. Wow. Well. Glad like, you get that not. figured out, bro. I, I, I could probably be negotiated down, guys. If y'all at 11, 5, <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs> but that it was a, a long standing conversation <laughs> with all of us. And, and I had to go on a podcast. There was a podcast that hurt, like, that invited our podcast onto their show. And, and their show was called The Twisted Ten, and they're out of Merritt Island. And I think the Village Idiot, Village Idiot, woo, Village Idiot, the Village Idiot Pub was uh, where they were had a sponsorship and a thing going there. Hmm. And uh, their Is this podcast, your way of bringing it all back around, the Twisted yeah, Ten. It was, it was me and Maddie and and Stan and Jared. We all went to Merritt Island to this podcast, and the Twisted Ten is we got to bring the topic, and we have to bring our own top ten list with us, 
and the top 10 list i didn't get to choose i was voted out it was the top 10 men that scott would service for 12 million dollars so i had to come up with 12 men research them find them and name them so i picked all ugly guys i picked one so guy that was dead it's gonna cost 12 million dollars to run ecofest yeah I, yeah pretty <laughs> much and then we can all retire together so we're gonna delve into that a little bit later should we yeah. take a break is that a break worthy uh, segue? Time for a break. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. Cool. Frank didn't need another spawn. Look at him over there. Man, I we lost him. He was talking to him earlier. Hey. Scott. Hey. It's okay. He's sticking to his numbers what he's doing. Millennium coming up.
You kind of look like uh, um, one of the duck caller guys. Dear goodness gracious. Yeah, you look like a Duck Dynasty guy right now with the down. The dad. Hey, but Scott, couldn't you see him on a cross too? I'm just teasing. Saint Saint Frank? No, up on a cross. Yeah, Saint Frank cross. (laughs) Jesus. We have a Jesus. Check. On the show? Check. Adjust. We're going to put it in our mouths here in a second. The dog just licked Cookie butter there. is back in stock. It is back in stock. Colleen can't put headphones on. It's pretty It's pretty interesting. Hey, Colleen, look, you can go like this. See how Frank did it? It doesn't matter. I got Actually, know. I held it with my toes. Ew. Dude, I, you, you may walk around barefoot. Oh, like I, can, I can pick my own nose on my toes. Ew, Whoa. you can. Whoa. Oh. I stretch like every day. All right, all right. We, what do we got in our hands? Uh, Bischoff cookie butter. Is that how you say, say it? Is it Bischoff? Biscoff. Biscoff? I think. Try it. Is it good? You we know it's good. Get out of here. We used to give, I used to buy whole cases of this stuff, T, and when we had a guest on the show, we'd give it out. I, I think I, think I got, I got, got yeah. uh, some for Frank. I ate an entire jar. Three days when I was in New Jersey of this. Mm. Isn't it the best? It's so good. It smells like a ginger cookie. Mm. Kind of. Oh my God. When you're on an airplane, they give you the cookies. Mm-hmm. And it's you so dip, hard to hey, talk because it's all stuck to your mouth. Do you ever dip them in the coffee? Mm-hmm. Oh, my garage. I took mm-hmm. the cookies and dipped them in the cookie butter mm-hmm. when they didn't have the crunchy. Yes. I made my own. You crunch cookies in it? Mm-hmm. Well, did you buy Bischoff crunchy cookies? Yes. I and I didn't crunch them in there. I spread them on top of the cookie. And you didn't and bring ate me it any? that way. You really did that? Yeah, but I did it in bed alone with nobody around because I was embarrassed <laughs> at myself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell Brent until the next day that I did it. Is that like is that like a go to or do you no. have like a do you have a go to I haven't done it since. 
do you have a go-to thing when nobody's around to eat that you will to, put together? I used to just get buttercream frosting from Publix. <laughs> yeah. Remember when I would tell you to do that yeah. and get a bag of Lay's? Yeah. <laughs> just, 2020, that was my go-to meal. <laughs> buttercream frosting and Lay's potato chips. Frank, what you got? Mm, make I make tacos. Oh, so you make taco? Do you do the taco kit with the whole thing that's already pre-done? Oh no, do I do buy my your own. tacos separate. I I get I I get the meat. Mm-hmm. I get the I get the tacos separate. I get the different kind of sauce made. So I, get the, I I yeah, I go all in. So you have different with little different everything. And I pick it. I pick is little pieces of hundred percent always on stock at the house. You always can always just put that together at always. any point. I'll eat an entire pound of hamburger meat. Tea. Go freaky on us. Like, what's what's some one of your meals that just was like? Oh, go to. I can tell you a go to. All right. This is like it's going to be so healthy. Watch let's, when you get hungry and like in the middle of the day or whatever, and you don't you want a tofu. Uh, that's what it is. It's a tofu sandwich on fazekeel bread See? with uh, sesame tahini and sprouts, and maybe like some you know whatever with it. That sesame tahini. I think I got some in there. I'm gonna go Yummy. check. Them. I'm so lazy. My go-to m- meals are like uh, Campbell's chicken noodle soup. <laughs> I love that soup. I do too. With the right kind of cracker. Yeah. Old school. I don't, I don't really. I don't really ever have crackers unless I'm sick. I, but I, I just eat chicken noodle soup all the time. I love it. Just recently gave up potato chips and moved everything to wheat thins and uh, oh, yeah. and trail mix. What about Cheez-Its? I love Cheez-Its so much. No, I have been doing the uh, it's like what the, the the fish. Mm. I've been doing the, the oh, goldfish. I've been doing goldfish, but I the gave up. Like I gave up potato yeah, chips. Do. I'm just trying uh, to eat that, healthier. That, I think you <laughs> told me yeah, to get that. Do. You told me to get that. I think, team. It doesn't look like peanut butter. It looks runny. I think it needs to be stirred. Okay, it's got a lump in it. <laughs> Probably. All right. All right. <laughs> I love it. World. What is that stuff? It. What is that stuff? That's teas tahini stuff, man. Instead of peanut butter, you get like it's like a sesame, sesame spread. butter kind of deal. That's weird. Yeah, it's it a little congu- like you got to mix it. I think you make a, a sl- couple slabs of tofu on a sandwich with some like bread. I like Ezekiel bread, and it's a gut buster. It fills you up, and then it's like gone later. Do you say Ezekiel bread? Yeah, I'm s- telling you, Ezekiel bread. Yeah, they, they, made, it that from, even they mean? made it for me once, and it was Bible um, bread. I think you had some of the microgreens on it from Southmere Farms. Yes. That's so my favorite. Sunflower It was really good. That. And then sh- hmm. uh, my friend Holly got me hooked on this certain gar- garlic. It's a um, a certain dressing, like a, a, a cold-pressed olive oil type of dressing. And it goes perfect with those microgreens. Those Man, they're good. so good. How, they, they really are. So I haven't ever been able to actually get the microgreens and put them on anything because i'll eat the entire bag and like, like two a rabbit like uh, two giant handfuls i'll eat the entire thing oh yeah just i i they don't ever survive for more than like 30 seconds oh yeah so I, good i got them all over me they're stuck in my beard i mean it's all over the place yeah, ever since i've been getting those sprout. microgreens ever yeah. since i've been getting them uh and you know does she, the farmer's market they're not still doing that on the weekends right now or on fridays no i don't know what the deal is okay kind but of- southmerefarms.com still yeah. has the website with all the information yeah just even so you can look into the microgreens and kind of just, you know, school yourself. Because it's like when I go to trade shows for produce conventions and stuff, and I'm going to another one in California here in a couple of weeks, um, microgreens are like the new it thing. And and all the weird flowers that yep. you can eat. All the edible salad, flowers. And there's big. a lot of uh, foreign, like Asian type of uh, cuisine type company based uh, setups that have those. 
little packaging with flowers and everything that's that's edible and uh and healthy but exotic and new looking and yep. eye, eye candy exactly. to see all the, the colors and you're seeing Publix, you're seeing all these stores carrying more and more and more of all that stuff that's cool it, it is man uh if you had if you had like a a guilty like oh I, not healthy like let's go uh, let's go what's what's the bad one you know that i think it's like like maybe in a a tin like can a carnation evaporated milk but it's a super thick stuff ovaldine no, no no it's like some kind of use it it's it's it's, uh, it's syrupy sugary it, i know exactly what dip the spoon in that and just hit it what is it it's evaporated so it's condensed milk this is the unhealthy it's that, thing it's the evaporated condensed milk uh, creamer like stuff taffy, that you that's what right? you yes it's powder it's cream, it's cream. this is the unhealthy it, thing it's like a caramel yeah. it's um here we're gonna look we're gonna dear lord said yeah that's uh, the unhealthy when thing. you're making a pumpkin pie or you're making like you know the during that time of year during thanksgiving mm-hmm. and that you it's have, evaporated to, get, you have milk. to get that evaporated oh, milk yeah, that yeah. thick stuff sugary <laughs> My mom, Goodness. when she would go, I would always say, don't throw that can away because she would try to scrape the can and really? I would go in there with one of those little spatula the things, deals. the rubbery, because yeah. it'll just get all the grooves oh, yeah. and I would have one spatula to lick on. Yeah. You were <laughs> not going to throw that away. I had no it's idea that was a best. thing. That's so a good, good one. That is, you know that's that. fire right there. Yes, I think God. I got some in there right now that, no, that I will, I think so. I'm pretty sure I do. Oh my God. Yeah, it's so good. Colleen, it's ridiculous. No, I've never had that. Man, I don't know why. Just, I gotta try it. No, maybe I don't need to try it. Does everybody here? You. Have you guys at any time just like I don't do it anymore because I know how bad it is for me now. Sometimes <laughs> when I'm maybe gummied up or whatever we got want to call it, guys. Uh, I've gone to it late at night before, but it's like what a ramen. Just going with a ramen of recipe. Course. I mean, it's salt cheap. Fix. It's ramen. like yeah. fifteen cents, and it's pure salt, and pure bad for you. Pure, just terrible for you. But there's so many ways that you can make it, and it's so good. Yeah, it's. Like you can make it real brothy and have that juice, or you can make it kind of dry and. Bro makes fun of me because I drain almost all the broth. I do too. See, A- Allie and Silas like to have them broth. Like, I don't mind the broth, but the broth always makes the noodles more soggy, and I don't like them that soggy. I'm I don't kind of like a little crunchy. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even say crunchy, but like once uh, they get past a certain point of being cooked too much, I got to toss it. Is it beef? Is it chicken? Beef. Is it soy? Is it. Uh, always for me, beef. Yeah. It used to be chicken growing up, but then beef. I like the roasted chicken. I like the roasted chicken in the cup of ramen. Okay. And I only like the brand that with the face. I don't know how to say it correctly. Mock ramen or something? I don't know. Manchurian I, I think candidate. Frank has an itchy heel or something going on over here. Oh my God. See him over here? <laughs> I'm going to take your word for it. Butters loves that too, by the way. Oh. <laughs> this dog is cracking me up, dude. Uh, we can I, Real quick, guys, we went on a cruise this past weekend. I just got back. Uh, you know, everybody knows Butters that listens to the show, I hope, by now. If not, you've seen pictures of him on the group or somewhere. Uh, Butters is a little albino shit zoo. And he has this look to him. He almost looks human-like sometimes when he stares at you. But he's got these weird goat eyes and they're red, you know. And he's like the the kid. He, that dog is something else. He is awesome. I, we're so thankful to have him. He is an ugly little dog, and I love him. Yeah, he's. We're on the cruise, and um, I'm not going to say who was with me on this because this is, I guess, uh-huh. kind of bad, but funny. 
there's a a woman that had this cheetah outfit on the cruise on the top by the by the boat it was like and it was really like scant you know like revealing and she was a very uh beautiful woman you know like much respect beautiful woman uh uh she her complexion was like you know butters is albino this woman wasn't albino but she just had this very light skin to her mm-hmm. that was just a little exotic like butters right but then her hair had this uh, like that this was weird brown looking. tint to it and it was kind of crazy and i'm like damn that's hot butters <laughs> and the people that were there that know butters fucking oh, fell to the no. ground laughing it was like a real human version of butters but like like hot. <laughs> I bet Butters could win an ugly dog contest. Uh, what's cool about Butters is he just gets along with every. Like we took him out to the dog fest in Sanford and everything, and he, you know he's on a leash and he's walking by you know Great Danes and pit bulls and these big old dogs and everybody's just wagging their tail. He doesn't show any emotion or care or worry. He'll come right up to you and be your friend. A human comes to the front door. He tries to bite you and, and murder you until you just give him a pet, and then he's he's yours. Now he just goes that and gets not, the ball. And he's that's like, not true, guys. If you come to Scott's house, Butters will tear your ass up. So don't he just tries. show up here, okay? There's no just pet the dog and then he Thank likes you. Thank you for that. Yeah, blue. So, so it works yeah. for me. Blue sick balls. Blue so, is on sick These are ball. vicious guard dogs, people. Jelly will hump your leg until Scott gives him permission to like you. They won't like you. It's true. That's it. It's true. Come on, dude. I know. I'm just sorry. come in and pet him. You know. I leave That's all dangerous. my doors unlocked. Yeah. Let me tell you where I live now. It's not like the most popular neighborhood in Titusville. I mean, God. You, you like never think about stuff like that. You're just like, hey, this is where I live. Be my friend. Come on by. <laughs> you got if my dogs <laughs> bark at you and you're scared, that's okay. Just kick them. They'll like you after. And then you can come in and steal all of my podcast equipment. I'm cool. Get a shot of that. <laughs> Damn it, man. I Sorry. got nothing on that. I can't say anything. Sorry. The cruise was amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, my friend Tyler and Carrie Joe live out in Mims. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they, I guess they've been together you know, 10 or so years. I've only really been around them the last couple years mm-hmm. through some other friends. And uh, uh, getting to go on a cruise yeah. with all of them and getting to see him on this little is a MSC was the cruise line. And it was out of uh, Port Canaveral, and they have their own island, and it just goes directly there for two days. It's like a little small uh, man-made island that used to be like a. Um, uh, they have a certain type of sand, the agronite type of sand that they can uh, mine there. That I guess it's been happening for like twenty plus years, and uh, they tell you the whole story on how they're trying to build this as some sustainable thing. Let's be real; your marketing department's doing their best. To hide the fact that you're grinding through rocks to build an island. <laughs> and it's all man-made. We'll make this happen. And, and it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. It really is. Get They have a lighthouse on the end at one point where there's this little like restaurant bar thing. Mm-hmm. And a lighthouse. And at night it does a light show and everything. That looked cool. And it was so cool. It was beautiful. And what is cool is coming in, like the boat coming into the island... Uh, they had to dredge out probably a, a miles worth of real deep, you know, of shallow coral and stuff. And that's probably ha- what made the island itself. You know, I think it was like five years ago or so. And uh, the so when the boat comes in the dock, 
and then you walk out to the beach, you're like 300, 400 yards from touching the boat. And you're swimming with coral. I mean, there was all kinds of fish and like parrotfish and and uh, triggerfish and just all the badass fish, all the tangs, all the different kinds, all the little damsels. And you put your hand out when you're snorkeling and they all come up biting on I love that shit. It was oh, so, wow. so cool. But uh, he sat down on one knee, asked, you know, for marriage and gave Aww. her a ring. Was and, she surprised? And, oh, yeah. Uh, there's been a joke going on, I guess, where she used to, Tyler's always given her like a um, a straw wrapper that's wrapped around your finger and will say, will you marry me? Like a little running joke. Yeah. And uh, so that's what he did at first. And so she was kind of doing, oh, yes, you know, like the yeah. whole, I don't really believe you. And then uh, our friend, uh, Jen and it's their daughter, uh, Kaya, brought the real ring Aww. up in front and showed it. And then like she saw it and she's like, what and she was so confused like she didn't she didn't put it together she's so used to it being just bullshit that's awesome so when it popped out and it was awesome it was just what such a, good a way beautiful to surprise her. cool way you know it was really awesome Neat. to be able to see the all long that. con paid off yeah. <laughs> all the, it, all it the was, fake proposals yeah, <laughs> you know and he's like this will be great so cool that's um awesome. the msc cruise ship was super nice super cool uh i i got one critique and i i think it's a non-negotiable you know and i they have a lot of things that I think are better in certain ways than some of the other cruise lines. Mm-hmm. Um, step up your food game, people. <laughs> like how, when you do your breakfast, lunch, and bu- your buffets even. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're supposed to have like a pizza and a couple staple things that are all the time that you have. They had the same breakfast and lunch buffets, terribly cooked, terrible food. Like the dinners, like the nice dinners. It wasn't. It was really just bad, and it was. It's not me saying. It's like the whole place. Oh, that sucks. Kind of saying, even the waiters are kind of like, get you get, you know. Did you give us a name? The service. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's name. Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) But like, I'll I'll compare when I went on Royal Caribbean earlier this year. There were certain things that maybe were a little less than what they were in years past as far as service level because, like, that's the one thing cruises are all about is making sure, like, you were waited on. But us as Americans, we are kind of crappy people to other people in a lot of instances. So I could see if you're in that business that you would get worn down, yeah. you know, and start just like, okay, I'm t- especially if you're not getting tipped properly and that's not a mutual beneficial situation. But But you're saying good food. Great food, great food at Royal Caribbean, terrible food on the MSC ship, really bad. It was like just not good tasting or good for you kind of deal. Like the pizza was probably the best thing that they had. Yeah, I mean, their dinners, like the steaks were just like gross. It was like, it was weird. It was hard. The texture was weird. It just was something. Space food. I don't know. It was just not good. Yeah. Their mac and cheese was really runny. Just basic, easy things should be very good and well prepared. They just, I don't know if they were. All right. I, just feel, hey, I, can want, I, bring I feel like I'm talking about too much. Can now. I bring up something really <laughs> random that came to mind when you were talking about like entertainment? Yeah. Did you see the newest thing in Vegas that for music entertainment, The Sphere? I thought no. that was for all kinds of entertainment. Well, I guess so. It oh, is. I did hear like, about that. Yeah. Dude, it looks like, okay. 
I don't like it. For for lack of a better way to describe it, it reminds me of like, you know, when you go on Soren at Epcot or like one of those rides where it's like that big like screen that comes all the way around. Well, it's like a 360 immersion thing where it actually makes it look like the outside sky. Like performers can perform and have whatever the fuck they want behind them. If you want it to look like the Joshua Tree or whatever, it takes and makes the entire place it was look real like you were there. And they're saying that yeah. they're going to have to design to... shows specifically yes. for that place. Yes, yes. Yeah. But like, it looks like the possibilities could be endless with this. But it's going to be all up to the artists because every artist is going to have to do something different and they can do whatever they wanted with it. But some companies going to go there, perfect it, and then offer the service to everybody. Watch. Yeah, maybe. Just like a movie to produce. It's going to be awesome. I I think it's going to be amazing. I want a full experience like that. I mean, because it just looked so cool there. And I know what it's like, even on some of the rides that they have now at Disney that are so immersive that you're just like, Oh wow, this like really makes you feel like I mean really we're gonna be able to put on VR headsets eventually and then you're gonna spend like twenty nine ninety nine to watch uh uh the Foo Fighters I would do it like live yeah. somewhere and it's gonna be the Foo Fighters in some kind of studio and they're gonna have a camera set up in there that millions of people can subscribe and just be a part mm-hmm. of that uh song creation or that whatever. A moment. That immersive those immersive situations are becoming more and more prevalent awesome. every day. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the other side of it. I don't think it's cool because I think that that's going to keep people from going out and doing things and just stay in their cave all the time and not enjoying the things we have outside. So, so. what we're going to do is we're going to have Frank and we're going to put him in a locked room <laughs> and we're going to have a camera in there and we're going to feed him and stuff, kind of like Big Brother or something. But like, you know, controlled environment and not let him do what he wants. I would lose my mind. And then we're going to put other, like a bunch of alligator experts and, and, and people like with VR but headsets no. on. And then they're going to be able to poke and pry, ask them questions. And But there's this, it's a it's a way for a lot of people for him to be able to do things they never would be able to do. I, that's true. Of course, it'll, you're, it'll you're in one. I would actually, I'd, anybody would actually want to be there, I think, rather than not be there. But like in situations like, Okay, the Foo Fighters, they just announced their tour again, right? Nothing near here. And it's like, for for me, like, missing out on the show the year Tyler died or Taylor died and stuff, like, I just want to go so bad. But like, it's like, I can't see spending that money and having to fly to another state. How much would you spend? There. How much would you spend if, what's the best venue for the Foo Fighters? $12 million. Listen, in the world. What's what the best Frank. venue that you could think of that you would love to see the Madison Square Garden and any type of big venue like that? Listen, <laughs> where I want to see them play, and we actually have the option Friday, the tickets go on sale for it. It's at Fenway oh, in okay. Boston. Okay. Because I love the Red Sox. Okay. Fenway Park. So so They're playing, and we're, we have pre-sale you know, code for the tickets, and... Now it's like, okay, well, which credit card do we get out for this? Because <laughs> this, the, the show isn't until July of next year. So we have all the way until then. But yeah. when those tickets come out, then we have to figure, okay, how much are we willing to spend on the tickets? Because then we have to fly up there. And you definitely get VIP. You're I, not going to go. No. Uh, you're yeah. not going to go in the regular section. No. I mean, we could still get really good seats. See? Without having to mm-hmm, exactly spend a lot you because got we got the pre-sale code, so we'll get tickets first. So like, sure, we already have a number that we're willing to spend on the tickets. Okay, and then it's just all figuring out: can we get a going. babysitter for the kids? Like, you know, all so, these things. So let's let's say, uh, how much would I you, already told him not to do it? How much would you spend 
to be able to go to Fenway Park, but virtually with a VR, like a headset on and, and actually be able to, to watch and to have the best view, uh, perfect sound, uh, the people that are there live, you're there live with them. And maybe there's even some kind of emoji of you or some kind of version no, of I, you in some virtual cloud like, on the top. I would top. pay like 50 bucks to do no, that. You'd spend the $12 so, million dollars that Scott made. From so on top of the, the $50 all the way up to like $5,000 a ticket they're going to get for all of their live shows eventually, they're going to be able to compound that in a VR environment and have their shows where it's yeah. dual purpose. And people that can't, just like people that go to a movie theater are going to want to watch movies with a VR headset in 3D rather than going to the one-eyed 3D Max. And COVID kind of made that go faster because they you had to be separated from people. Mm-hmm. So this technology got a whole bunch of money put into the marketplace to study it and to advance it. And now you got Apple coming out with their way overpriced headset. You know, and if that, but if that headset really is above and beyond all the others... It's going to catapult everybody else to that. And then the price is going to start coming down. And then, you know, within five, 10 years, we're going to have like a pretty advanced VR environment that we're uh, immersing ourselves in. It's kind of crazy. Speaking of uh, musical events, what was the whole thing that happened out in the desert here recently? Oh, the Burning Man. Yeah. So you're talking about COVID and stuff like that. Yeah. What exactly happened out there? Uh, out there, they had well, there's uh, some kind of crazy disease that went we- around. No, or it was a weather yeah they, a weather thing happened out of nowhere. Getting a whole lot of rain flooded. out there, and yeah. it flooded out there. And nobody could leave. All the it's roads an old lake right? bed. It's a, yeah, and it just kept raining and raining and raining. But there were all these things that they were saying that people they were getting it locked down because there were people that were well, they were telling people to stay into their into in their campsites and their tents, and yeah. they were pausing all the shows because of all the rain and the okay when yeah. you when you have that that bed it gets real slippery in those old lake beds oh yeah and so it was just a hazard and people couldn't drive out like chris rock had to, was thumbing down the road that. him and a couple people they were thumbing down the road and a pickup truck picked him up and they had, there's video of all these kids and chris rock and people in a pickup truck driving to an area to where they can get to get help like it was just, you know, like it's almost like a big camping trip of a bunch of people. Don't matter. Isn't it who, like a bunch of rich people though? It, it started off, I don't think as rich people. I think it's, I, I, I can't, can't give you the full, but it isn't just a bunch of people that wanted to artists like do things uh, without like take acid and, yeah. and, and do things and have like a, an experience in a <laughs> primitive private area to be left alone. And then once it starts, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and more people want to do it. And then it turns into a, a real festival. Then you got Coachella, you know, then you got whatever is the end thing every year. Hmm. You know, I think it started off as like a little mini experience for a certain amount of people. And, and it's a lot of artists. They get creative and make these big floats like you're like in uh, New Orleans. You know, they like make these big old structures mm-hmm. and everything to kind of show off their personality or whatever their you know art is or whatever i guess i don't know interesting they got rain i'm sure foo fighters are out there all the time doing their thing yeah, out there it's gonna rain you know grohl's out there you know grohl's out there partying no he is grohl not a partier i don't think so you don't think he goes out to burning man and just like no <laughs> hangs out with like tom cruise and brad pitt i don't think so no elon musk and just, his 18 children 
It's like I just saw him like doing this cut promo with Chris Ryan Rock. Seacrest, and I'm like, no, why is Dave Grohl? If he's hanging out with Ryan Seacrest, he's going to Coachella. He's doing all the crazy. Oh, I things. can see him doing like something like that. See Coachella, but not burning me. I don't. Know. <laughs> what the fuck do I know? <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Hey, did you it's guys? Been a long night. You guys get some rain a couple of days ago. I know Frank said he did. It's Dude. been raining every yes. day here, right? <clears throat> yeah, Titusville got five and a half inches. We, I'm just getting back into town. We got three two days ago, and this whole week we got more than seven inches. And there's flooding everywhere. Yeah, you see it everywhere. KOA yeah. is all flooded now. If we're if we get a tropical system right now that's slow moving, we are in trouble. So, what does that mean for the wildlife around here right now? <laughs> well, being the time of the year it is is one thing. Uh, so this time of the year, October, November, crocodilians, alligators specifically, cause that's most of what we have here, uh, ramp back up with their, their hormones again. So they actually go back into another breeding cycle, even though they don't lay a nest this time of the year. So they're all awake. Uh, all the wildlife that's been out and about is all looking for high ground. So all your snakes are all going to high ground. Uh, rattlesnakes are awake and above ground this time of the year anyhow. So it just it's been a lot more interesting wildlife conflict here recently. Um, you guys heard about the whole thing over there uh, with the, the alligator and the guy and on the other coast. Yeah, that was a. It's just. It seems like people get lulled to sleep this time of the year, mm. and believe that nothing is happening once the weather gets a little bit cooler, mm. and that's when usually a lot of your things happen. Most bizarre wildlife encounters happen because everybody gets. Uh, kind of copacetic with the idea that there's n- nothing to be worried about and that's when that's when you start finding the conflict and, and you have a big influx of people moving to florida that have never experienced a lot of these things you have a homeless population that is growing in florida uh that are uh putting up camps in different areas of florida a lot of those wi- some being are wild areas land, some yep. are like uh, uh, uh grassland areas where maybe there's a trail where there's an alligator i mean all of the horrible things that we've seen in the news, I mean, they're all happening and it's uh, terrible and it's sad. And Yeah, this conflict is only going to increase as more and more people come to Florida, which what they're saying now, a thousand people a day. It's a lot of people. Uh, as more and more people come into Florida and our wild areas go away and uh, we further, further encroach upon these areas that have been wild forever, mm-hmm. you're going to see more of this uh, complacency, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and you're going to see more conflict. It's going to be... It the heck this past uh, what five years, there have been like more interesting alligator things going on than there probably ever has been before. Wow, this stuff was all way spaced out, and it's still again, it's things that can be avoided when it comes with crocodilians. Mm-hmm. It's just most of it is people making silly choices and being complacent and think it can't be them, and that's every time it happens to you. If you're down there feeding, if you're feeding the wildlife, you find your if people find themselves at any point throwing things in the water, I don't care if it's a piece of bread to the fish, uh, if they're feeding the the birds in the backyard with water nearby, all that stuff. You know, an alligator's biggest, it's weird to say this out loud, but their, their biggest strength is also their biggest weakness. It's yeah. their intelligence. All they do all day long is sit and watch things, compute things, and figure out an easier way to make a living. Yeah. And if that's provided to them, they're going to go take it every single time. And a lot of times that's where you end up with these interactions. Next thing you know, you, you know, somebody's hurt, killed, their pet's gone, uh, something awful's happening. And then it's, of course it's the animal's fault. Uh, yeah. 
complacency. You know, it's it's always complacency. That's the gold right there. Wow. That little nugget right there. Yeah. It's a word I use a lot, you know what I mean? It's uh you know, we're having a talk what Thursday about the whole crocodile thing in Satellite Beach, which again everybody thinks there's five thousand crocodiles in Satellite Beach. It's one crocodile. Yeah. It's one crocodile. On the move. Yep. He he had a he didn't have a transmitter, he had a transmitter, he didn't have a transmitter, he does not have a transmitter. Everybody thinks it's fifteen different ones, but it's all all one crocodile. Uh, I have a. Um, I know that personally because him and I have had conversations. I have an idea to get us rich at some point. Tell me, and maybe you can make this happen because you're like a, a baller and everything. <laughs> um, that, sorry, that was. I don't know yeah, why I chuckled about like that. Like a gator baller, and I thought maybe you could maybe be a like a cupid. Is uh, there's there's a chance that's just chilling up there in the Saint Augustine animal. Pen, you know, and Chance's bulky dude. He's St. Like, Augustine Animal Pen. Oh my god! You know, he's getting alligator farm. St. Alligator Augustine farm. Alligator Farm and Zoological Park. There you go. Thank you, yeah. sir. Yeah, I got you, buddy. Well, I, need, I, need you, I need you to fix it for me. I need to fix <laughs> the my one problems. that Frank rescued. Yeah, exactly. Up in Chicago, you did the thing. You know, you uh, went up there and you jumped in the water on top of an alligator, it's and you true. sang a song to it to sleep, and, t- and then it stopped wrestling you. And we then cried you, together. Um, yeah, we cried together, and then we flew yeah. on the airplane together with it on your shoulder. Something like that. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, something like that. You want to hook him up? So, uh, yeah, so, what are you, what are you, so, where are we going with so this? So now we have a new famous skater in town that Chance <laughs> Chance can't be hanging out with the basic regular Florida gator. There's this gator that doesn't have a jaw on the top, and it's they named it, and it's over at Gator Land, and it's like called Jawline. All right. Frank, how is Jolene this alligator with surviving with It's like Col- it's Colleen's cousin, Jolene. Oh. <laughs> Colleen, I've seen him over the years with such brutal damages. I've seen him uh, missing their top jaws like that. I've yeah. seen him uh, with giant holes in their side where you could watch their lungs and their heart work. Looks what? like the guy from I've Beetlejuice. Se- yeah, yeah, I've seen him with uh, all their legs missing. Survive. I've seen him with all their legs missing and their tail missing. Yeah, I mean, I've it's, seen. It's uh, gnarly. I've seen them with their bottom jaws hanging off like big flappers. Yeah. Uh, you you name the energy. I mean, the energy from another gator or from a situation or from getting stuck, whatever the case may be. I mean, it's going to. Well, uh, it, the, the, the thing they have going for them is it's the, the top immune system in the world, right? So all these things that would kill most animals, if they can deal with uh, the injury itself, it's going to heal up. Yep. I mean, their, their blood chemistry kills every known virus and every known bacteria on contact so they're able to not have to worry about infection infection's not a thing in their world uh they can just they can just repair i think repair we need it. to get their stem cells and put it in ours so we don't have that we're anymore. working on some we're working on some stuff with that um yeah you know, we know they can repair their own chromosomes immediately uh we know they have a blood clotting factor that we still can't quite understand that's the reason they can lose limbs have giant holes in them and their blood turns into could, jelly. Could you imagine? Right down there. Thing is could you mind. imagine if we could just like live a lot longer? But all we needed is man, we just need to have some scales. Gator blood. It's a little scalage, you know, like some little dense scalage instead of this little skin crap we got that gives us cancer and everything all the time. I'm telling we you, just get that How, alligator skin. Yeah. So what's that? And then we're eating? healthy. Then we just we still have our boobs and we still have our bodies <laughs> and our real? balls and our wieners and our butts and everything. The gator without the but jaw. But just with like a cool yeah. like a cool gator scale. Kiss guy. I they guess. find they find a Bounce way. Off the rocks. Twelve million. <laughs> Somebody stop Scott. <laughs> you know, they, they find a way to they find a way to figure it out. Unbelievable. 
Yeah, they right. find a way to figure it out. That's the reason so, they've been here so long. What's the deal with the top thing missing? I mean, oh, so Jolene, I don't know what happened, but I know her jaw is. I got even got the story here. Here, yeah, it's so, the, the t- it's back to her eyes almost. It's missing. It's. Uh, and I think they just uh, the other day got it here. It's a uh, Jolene named for the 1973 Dolly Parton song Jolene. This is from uh, the CBS News Miami. Uh, McHugh also shared that Jolene reached a new milestone on Wednesday by eating two mice completely on her own <laughs> using the back of her tongue. Yeah, people act like this thing wasn't surviving before this. Really? You know, this oh, look at it. This animal uh, did it have did it have an injury? Sure, it has an injury, but this is things they deal with in the wild all yep. the time. This is uh, yeah, this is something. This is the world of uh, alligators. So it's so, not a nice, friendly world. And Jolene, that's a great name, Dolly Parton. Chance, what is the chance that ah. we can get get Jolene and Chance to make a baby Chance lean? Well, or, let's uh, really think about this. If I really break it down, super, super hard. Maybe we can. I'd say zero. Maybe we can sell the eggs here at the <laughs> podcast. A million to one. Hey, she's getting a fake top jaw, so, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're making they're making this cool leather or some kind of prosthetic, prosthetic. jaw. Uh, and maybe we can put Frank's logo on the top or something sometime. No. Oh my god. No. Maybe you can adopt the the uh, Jolene. I have, and then we have let we have alligators visit, already, and yeah. let it visit Chance. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. And then we'll, make dude, him stop, dude. It would be Frank, like make him stop. you heard it, about this whole thing. It in, would be better than the Glory Hole and Parker Schnabel's. Oh the, my God, make uh, it all Baron stop. Sea Gold. You heard like, about? I'd the, rather see this. You heard about the whole thing up there in Philadelphia with the guy with the uh, service alligator. He tried to walk his alligator yeah, into a Phillies weird. game. Again, so. <laughs> That's a lot of this stuff, you know, you got to understand. Isn't having an, a gator, like, isn't that illegal? No, it's, well, it's some states it is, some states it's not. You have not. to have a permit, the, right? The problem, the problem with all this here? is. I think so. Uh, I think so. Okay, so it's one thing if you have an injured animal and you're trying to give it a better life. And you have, if you have the money like Gatorland to go do something like that, yeah. more power to you. That's great. Good for them. With this kind of stuff, it's given people the wrong idea about what an alligator actually is. Um that's where yeah. it starts to bother me. That they're not a they're not a warm fuzzy, uh, you know, pick up in your lap and hang out with it, uh, sleep in the bed next to you kind of animal. Uh, it's just not the way they were made. Um, that's not their purpose. And even thinking about walking an animal like that into a a public place where there's a bunch of noise going on, they have ears. Uh, they have very sensitive hearing. They can they can die from stress. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it's just. It's just oh not God. thinking. You know, it's just it's just people not thinking. Uh, it's a publicity stunt. Um, if that's if that's his service animal, he wants to be a service animal in his own house. Whatever. Uh, when you're taking that out in the public and you're and you're, Frank, I don't know. It just it just bothers me. That, I guess. Can that gator provide any service for a human? No. Okay. I mean, if so, everybody has something that you're attached to, right? That gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling you enjoy. Well, that's your family your dog, whatever it is, can that provide you emotional support in that thing because maybe you love being around it? Sure. <coughs> but to try to put that out there as it's something that's helping you out in the wild, in the in, yeah. in, in the public area, it just, I, I just, uh, I can't get there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I just can't get, I can't get there. And then an otter bit somebody in the like 41 times in Jupiter. Hey, otters are no Did joke, man. Did you say man. 41 times? 41 times in the it's leg, like when bro. you hear somebody get stabbed, it's like the otter went at him. Hey, otters are times. all... CBS Miami News. Otters are all teeth and razor blades, buddy. They're, uh, 
That is an animal you do not want to scrap around with because they will beat in, you. To, in they in will their news story, it says a rabbit otter bit a man and a dog in Florida last week, prompting authorities to issue a warning. After the attack in Jupiter, local animal control picked up the otter and tested positive for rabies. Wow! Oh, no, man, I ain't scrapping with no. County. I ain't scrapping with no otter. I ain't gonna do it. I've watched them. I've watched them kill five foot alligators and pill them like a banana. Oh my god! Otters no, are no uh. joke. Beavers, yeah. dude. Imagine a beaver to just tear you up, dude. They're so the beaver. We were teeth. This is a story we won't discuss right now because I'm in the middle of publishing this. But we were in Maryland about a wildlife call, and uh, this was a couple weeks ago. And I always wanted to see a beaver. Like I wanted. To, and like we're walking through this wild area, and there's these trees, and I kid you not, dude. They're like, they're like 36 inches. Don't start, Scott. That's not even. That's, you say what? <laughs> there are these trees that are like 36 inch, inches plus around and these these freaking beavers that eat they could be eating them full house remember him all right it all was right. unbelievable unbelievable man what frank talk yeah i know it was really cool <laughs> having you know, we don't have stuff like that no down we here. don't i told uh, uh i told them that we need to bring like a big giant sack full of beavers down to uh <laughs> down to florida <laughs> Yeah, there's few, there's a few things I want, okay? What cool sack full of beavers? In life, okay. Frank wants. No, the a, number one is a sack full of okay, beavers. Okay, yeah, like, that's the name of the show. No, episode. I, I would like to sack have sack full of beavers. Somebody somebody needs to bring to Florida a sack full of beavers, a sack full of uh, where are we bringing uh, them to? Just a sack full of hedgehogs. Forty six. And Damn. a sack full of what are those things called? I have prairie chipmunks. Dogs. Chipmunks. Prairie dogs. I want chipmunks. I used to have a prairie dog. Yeah, chip, chipmunks, prairie dogs, oh and beavers. God. I need a sack of all of them. Just drop them off somewhere sack randomly in Florida. Full of beavers. <laughs> I'm joking, obviously. With Frank please don't Robbins. bring a sack full of beavers to Florida. With Frank, did they ever live here, Frank? Uh, no. Like when man, like no, I ha- I have found porcupines, uh, uh, skeletons. I have found a porcupine uh-huh. skeleton. So I don't I don't know what that's all about. Yeah. But we do have weasels. We have a uh, we have a we have a mink. We have a, we have a mink that lives in Florida. A oh, couple wow. different ones. And uh, we do we did apparently at one point have. Yeah, pokey things. We had a philosophical mink. He said, I mink, therefore I am. <laughs> Dear goodness gracious. Well, we are going to call it a night, guys. Sounds good. We got off to a slow start. So we will uh, next week or later this weekend table, we got a couple more uh, topics I want to bring up. Uh, we got light rail. Yeah. The bright uh, rail. Orlando, is it, South is it, Florida. Is it bright rail? Bright line. <coughs> so bright line. Uh, and I watched a, a YouTube video about them when they first started down in Miami. This one guy went from Miami to Alaska by train, and he had to start. The very first train was the the Bright Line out of Miami that came up to, like, wow. Jupiter. It was, like, the first little jaunt, and then from there, one other, and then it was on another line. But they were working on the one to Orlando, which is operational, and they've never had a, a Miami to Orlando operational lane uh, via rail before. It's at the airport. When you get to the airport, there's a train deal, and you can yeah take it a whole way, three and a half hours, unless you get some bad juju at a at a crossing. Have or, you seen yeah. that train station? A wreck. No. It's so cool. Well, it's amazing. It's and then they're going to have Beautiful. it go into the port, Port Canaveral. Yeah, you know, for, nice. for people. So it's going to be. You know, they just bought a giant piece of property too. Yeah, uh, between Port St. John and Titusville. They sure did. Grissom. They sure did. Yep. So that's going to be very interesting. Like, you is know, that in the sand pines, Frank? It is. Imagine like Brevard County with the rail service coming through the town, with all these new restaurants and buildings and and Hotels. all this stuff coming up. When they build a station in an area, 
it automatically doubles the property values like overnight. If you if you have a property in Central Florida, you know, I mean, wow, you know, of yeah. the potential that is coming here and and the possibilities. I mean, there's it's a lot. Hey, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of you know, negative impacts. There's a lot of uh, conversations there to be are. had about that. I would love to, you know who we need to get on? I've been thinking about this too, is um, um, uh, Realty. Um, Mutter? Uh, yeah, get Mutter Realty in here and uh, talk to them about some of these developments because you know they're on point with a lot yeah, of that. Yeah. Hey, so. do you mind if I say uh, thank you to you guys real quick? Thank, yes. thank you so much for having me Just here. Just me first. Re Scott. <laughs> me directly. Scott, thank you very much for no, having me on here. No, no, really, all you guys. Thank you, man. Thank you all for taking the time, and uh, I appreciate everything you guys do for me and for ears and for all of us. Uh, you, you guys are a huge support, and it, it's a, bi a big part of the puzzle, and yeah, I love you guys. Thank you a bunch. Thank you for that. And Yes, thank you. Thank you big time. You're welcome. Um, You're the best, Frank. I'll, I'll say this is I think, I'm speaking for everybody here, but I think all of our time is spread pretty thin overall. Uh, we're all busy people. We all have, you know, big things going on in our lives. So the fact that we all take the time to sit here and have these conversations, the fact that we take the time to do everything that we do that's outside of our realm of our families and our things, it's kind of a blessing and it's kind of, uh, I appreciate that. And I thank you guys for taking that time with me. Yep. Love, you. Love you. Love you guys. Yeah, it's awesome, man. So, uh, Love you guys. We will uh, call this an evening. All right. Episode 178, Sackful of Beavers with Frank. Oh my nice. God. That's the title. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Thank you. Uh, oh, it, it, I got this great trivia I'm going to save for next time, too. Can you give me one of them? Yeah, let me give you one. Of them. Can you give me one of them? Give me one of them. Colleen's gone. She's already out the door. Yeah, give okay. me one of them. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is an easy one. Okay. Let's let Colleen answer this one, actually. No. Gotcha. No, which, out. which large bird, often mistaken for a flamingo, can be commonly found in Central Florida wetlands Boom. and sports a distinctive spoon-shaped bill? What is it called, Colleen? I wasn't listening to the beginning of the question. What bird's mistaken for a flamingo? A spoonbill. What kind? The roseate. The roseate spoonbill. Is it a crane? The American alligator can be found throughout Central Florida, Frank. I don't know if you know this. I've no. heard about that. What is the primary difference between an alligator and a crocodile's snout? The fourth tooth in the bottom of a crocodile is exposed. And the other, other difference is the crocodile has a nasal disc and the alligators have nares or two separate nostrils. And, and their dumbed Damn. down version of this is U-shaped and V-shaped. Oh, my garage. Uh, uh, snouts. Oh, don't act like you haven't heard that before a million times. That's, I've read that in every book. Ever. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't tell you anything. No. The Florida panther is a subspecies of which large feline that ranges across North America? Your the mom. Mount, the mountain lion. Uh, also the, the puma, puma or the cougar. Yeah, there you go. And older women who he goes after younger mom. men, also known as a cougar. Oh, my God. Uh, what is the state butterfly of Florida that can be frequently found in Central Florida? I'm going to keep going, Colleen. I gotcha. I can't believe this. <laughs> that would probably <laughs> be. Still what's what's the yellow the yellow and black one? Uh, Monarch. Zebra, zebra. longwing. Yeah, zebra boy. Yeah, there we go. Zebra yep. longwing. Um, let me just. That is yellow and more. black boy. I am I not? Am I wrong? Am I wrong about that? Price. I'm pretty sure it's the yellow and black boy. 
the nocturnal bird of prey known for its heart-shaped face and eerie call can be found hunting in Central Florida's pine woods and swamps. Uh, it's either a, a, a bard or a, bo- a barn. The barn owl. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the scrub jay, native to Central Florida, is unique among North American jays for what behavior? <laughs> it tastes uh, great in beer. Being, being super friendly, hopping, hopping and uh, planting, uh, digging up and planting their stuff. It cooperatively breeds with offspring from previous years, helping to raise current year's brood. Oh, they're known for so actually they, planting trees, too. So they are more orgy-like. Shaggy. And they work together yeah. and help each other. Never community. heard that one before. Okay. It's a new thing. Yeah. It's just happening. All right. I found out about it. Now That's why know. I wrote it. It's my Hil- stuff. Hilarious. It's my, my research. Ah. Uh, last one. Yeah. Which snake, although venomous, prefers to play dead as its primary defensive mechanism. You um, said not venomous? Also known as a calling snake. Wait, it, read me the question again? I'm sorry. Which snake, although fuck? venomous, <laughs> prefers to play dead as its primary defense mechanism? Water moccasin doesn't play dead, but the, there's a, a false adder that plays dead called a hognose. The eastern hognose snake. That's not venomous. It says although venomous. It's not. They're wrong. It is not. Ooh, Alex hey, handles it all the this. time. Yeah. It, it, wanna, so this is this is this is Hogtober. Thanks, Chad. East, the Eastern Hognose is yeah. not venomous. Yeah, and this is Hogtober. It's called a false adder. Not venomous. Yeah, it's because it looks like it's venomous, but See, it is not. People, we cannot rely on AI yet, guys. Yeah. This no, is the Chad Do you follow Alex Scott? Uh, Alex? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, he's... That's he's that dude that's always got his shirt off jumping on things in the woods. Yeah, that's yeah. That's my boy. Dude, that boy is just like, hey, guys, let's go jump on this snake. And he's like, there's like five of them. That's my you boy. You know, and he just yeah, puts hands he in is. buckets of snakes. Yeah, and he's psyched. That guy... We go out and do stuff like that all the time. He's a good, he's what? A good guy. Like, as he has to have been bit multiple times other than to have that By type of freedom. He's got you a scar I mean? If you're working with snakes, you you're going to get be. bit. Yeah, yeah. You're not freehanding venomous snakes, of course, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Like okay. get bit by a non-venomous snake is not a big thing. It's whatever. You're you're better the next day. All right, all right. That was cool. Cool. Thank you. Thank guys. you. Yep. Thank you. Good sorry, night. Colleen. Good day. I know how, Good morning. how sad you are. I'm sorry. Thank you everybody for listening to us. Bye, Colleen. We love you. Oh, sorry. Bye.